Whether you're comfortable where you are, but still wanting more, or you're dying to find a place of peace, a few consistent decisions is a sure way to begin changing your life. We're going to break down every important decision we make and how to stop letting life happen to us and discuss how to make it happen for us. Join us as we talk about your year of transformation. Welcome to The Changeover. Here is your happy host, Alana Sparrow. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Changeover Podcast. This is your host, Alana, and we are back this episode. I'm super excited to bring in front of you guys or to your ears Tansy of Her Well Spent Life on Instagram. If you are not following her already, make sure you stop what you're doing. Y'all can keep listening though. And you go to Instagram and you search at Her Well Spent Life straight through. No underscores, no periods, no nothing. That is Tansy, who you'll be hearing from today. And we're actually talking about her debt free journey. So I know I am not the only person out here, especially from like a millennial standpoint with debt i know i'm not the only person that has went to school and has student loans outside of normal debt and tancy's gonna talk to us today basically about her journey with her and her family and how they were able to make this debt-free journey personalized and successful for them so without further ado tancy how are you good thank you for having me Thanks for being available. I'm so excited. So I recently saw you on Rachel Cruz's Instagram. I think somebody else too would, uh, maybe what's that guy's name? Anthony O'Neill. Did he share you guys as well? I don't I know. So. Maybe. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it if you have. <laughs> I think so. I'm not, I got to go back and look. But for those of you listening, Rachel Cruz um and Anthony O'Neill are both um on Dave Ramsey's team if you haven't heard of Dave Ramsey I think he's absolutely amazing um but he basically talks about finances and how to live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later and it's really about paying off your debt and being able to live um your greatest life and y'all know in the world of the changeover we say to live your life on your terms what better way to do that than to not have to owe all these people your money out of every single check that you get amen that's Uh that's just how i'm feeling about it um (laughs) so make sure that y'all check them out as well but that's kind of going to be the basis of today's conversation um and tancy's journey because i know that tancy is really big in finance she's been so since i've known you because since i've known you you started you had the financial ducky at one point right right? Uh and then i did like so first of all when you had that particular like program slash blog it was more of a blog right yeah Uh okay so that's when i think i actually became interested in finance to be honest um because i was a mess back then a complete (laughs) mess we're all a mess at some point in time in our in our financial you know state just because we haven't had that well most of us let me just say most of us haven't had that education either from parents or formal education about how to deal with our personal finance so we've all like had a little you know mashup (laughs) that's true and you just made me think of something um 
So actually, I'll share that a little bit later. But like you said, something that a lot of us may not have been taught from our parents. um, And that's one of the reasons why I think it's really important for us to kind of learn this now so that we can be able to pass this down. And you having children, I know you understand the value of that. And just what you're going to be able to pass down to your two um, or more if y'all have more. But that's not a conversation for here or there um, (laughs) for the people. (laughs) So I just want to start with this. Um, I have heard plenty of times. And then this morning, I actually found some of the articles that said 40 percent of Americans can't afford a four hundred dollar emergency without having to borrow money. Um, that's something that can be found on like USA Today, Forbes, CNN, um, Motley Fool, etc. I saw another one that said 60% of Americans can't cover a $1,000 expense. And that was on CBS News. Like, to me, where I am now, that is absolutely insane. But as we can see here, that's the reality. Um, how How do you think people can get to that point where they are able to afford that do you or I guess maybe my question is what do you think is stopping a lot of people from being able to have that go-to money um I think it's a mindset um I think people have a mindset of hustle um which is nice to an extent Mm -hmm. um but they hustle for the wrong reasons uh they're not hustling for generational wealth or um they're not hustling to you know have this great 401k or putting their kids through school they're hustling so they can say that they you know got the latest apple watch or Mm, they got the iphone 10x or whatever which is all like liabilities you know they're not assets so i say all of that to say um that a lot of times people don't prioritize having a savings um and it's true that a lot of people can't cover a one thousand dollar expense which is funny you say that because um, we own a rental property and today i got a phone call that our wire heater broke in Mm. our rental property and so it is one thousand seventy five dollars to fix fortunately because we do have a um emergency fund we are able to cover it and not, you know, it sucks, but it, is, it isn't going to cause a crisis right. in our family where we can't handle everything else. Right. So I think that's a bit of it. It's a mindset like priorities. You know, you have to you have to change your mindset to prioritize some things. You're so right. There's there like before I got to the point where like I absolutely had to have an emergency fund like I can't imagine some of the things that have come up from issues with my car to just like the simple things like now living up in the DMV area like we just kind of came out of the snow season snow tires um I don't think that it's bad enough to get to actually need snow tires um for me however my family mom in particular is like "Uh, you need these you need all around you need seasonal all this stuff that I don't know anything about and although I still haven't done that. The fact that I can without like my bills not being able to be paid. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of thing yeah. where, you know, or if something did happen, God forbid, like having an emergency fund literally allows me to be able to cover that, hopefully, depending on what it is. But before even having that, like, what do you do if you don't have an emergency fund? Like, 
either you have to like put it on a card that you may already have maxed out like it's it's when you say that it's a mindset thing like these are the things that i'm thinking of like if your mindset isn't there uh-huh. like we really have to make that change yes yes and reading up on stuff will, will help you with that you know seeing that other people are doing it um of course like you've mentioned um dave ramsey earlier uh, Dave Ramsey, if you, you know, listen to his podcast and listen to these people who make $30,000 a year, pay off $150,000 yeah. in two years, and they have three and four kids. And, you yeah, know, they to get you together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. They make you think, well, well, shoot, what am I doing with myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, if you ever, you know, just want to be inspired or motivated to jump forth in that area, that's a good place to start because you know just or you know if you go to the debt-free community um on instagram just type in debt-free community you will see tons of people who are in the same boat as you um with the same size family or not maybe single Mm -hmm. uh, no you know a small income still doing the same thing so you know just um get motivated and find your why and then definitely get at least a small like two thousand dollar emergency fund because a lot of emergencies nowadays are are more than a thousand dollars and it'll wipe you completely out so right start somewhere so Mm -hmm. on the post that i saw it said that you and your family paid off one hundred thousand dollars in Mm -hmm. 48 months i'm sorry no because i saw an edit and it was a hundred and five thousand dollars yes I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see all of the extra interest that I was paying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interest. Oh, we're yeah. going to talk about that, too. Mm. Yes. So, mm-hmm. what type of debt was this that you guys were in? Like, what kind of got y'all into debt, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. No, it was um, debt that my family had told me was normal which was a car because you always think that you're going to have a car payment because that's just mm-hmm. what it is um and Ooh, until you don't thank had, god i had say that again i said until you don't and i said thank god i had to put my hands up right it's right <laughs> and so um we had then my student loans my husband doesn't have any student loans because he's military and he got his degree uh, through the military, so and he still has like you know he still can do more schooling if he chooses and mm-hmm. completely free. Oh, nice. But for me, it was um, a schooling. I did. I had an undergrad degree. Um, I was in the nursing program in my undergrad degree, and then I stopped, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I had to do two more years. So that was six years undergrad, and then I got a master's degree. Mm. So it was student loans and car loans. Mm-hmm. That is literally, I feel like everybody's life that's probably listening. Student loans yes. and car loans. Yes. I just talked to mm-hmm. someone yesterday and they said they had about $200,000 in student loans and somebody else earlier in the week and they had 80, I think 80 or 85,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. these are like strictly in student loan debt. So I'm really excited for you to be able to share with everybody that like, no, you don't have to die with student loan debt. You can, no, you can 100% no. pay it off. Like, <laughs> actually, the student loan, um, the student loan debt is the first thing I paid off. And um, a lot of people ask me why did I do that first because a lot of people look at student loans and it's like, mm, that's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. I'll just get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. But the truth be told, I started paying off a car every time for it was like, um, let's see, how many cars have I had? Like two cars back. 
Mm-hmm. I would try to pay off my car sooner, and then as soon as they would almost be paid, I would um, get into a car accident, and someone would total oh. my car. And and it would be like, are you kidding me? And so I mm. started thinking to myself, I'm going to pay off these student loans, because can't nobody hit these student loans. That's know? true. <laughs> so I'm going to get these student loans up before no, before anyone else does, and I'm going to get those done. And then after I did that, I paid off my car, which, you know, funny story, something is always happening to my cars, but mm-hmm. funny story, in, in the same year, I was really aggressive paying off my student loans, and it was time to pay off my car as well. Mm-hmm. There was so much happening with my um, rental property. Um, my car, I was in a six-car uh, pileup on the interstate, and then, you know, I had to get that mm. fixed, and then oh um, I was... I was also pregnant at that time, oh. but then just a few months later, my car was stolen, and I was like thinking, Lord, oh you know, I have about <laughs> six more payments on this car, and I was like, just take it, just take the car, you know, oh, <laughs> like, my I don't goodness. even want it back, right, but we got the car back, I had to pay to get the damages fixed oh from being gosh. stolen, and then we were able to pay it off. But um, that's, I say all that just to say that, you know, when you are in the situation of paying off debt, things will happen and you will get discouraged, but you still, you know, you just keep going. You just take, you know, pick up your feet and keep moving. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I don't know if I would want a car again. I'd just be like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm like, every single time, like, why my car? So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd be like, looking at this Uber, like, monthly membership thing they had. Come, I never looked into the details. But I, so shout out to you because that's, oh, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was a lot. <laughs> so, you mentioned, um... You mentioned that your husband is in the military and like how from a schooling perspective, he can continue to go back and things of that nature. Um, are you also working or um, how does that work from like an income perspective when it came down to like tackling the debt? No. So I stay at home. Um, I was working when I had my first one. And then like once I had her, I was just like, I just could not see myself sending her to childcare, which kind mm-hmm. of like started my debt-free journey because we had two great incomes well I won't call mine great but it was definitely (laughs) (laughs) it was was definitely an addition to a great income and so um when I decided I wasn't going back to work I was like okay something has to change because there's only one income Mm -hmm. um and so that kind of jump-started it uh but I haven't worked the entire time we've paid off debt except for one year and that was like, um, people always say, well, what was your biggest sacrifice during your debt payoff journey? Mm-hmm, that's well, that was my, yeah, that was my biggest um, sacrifice because I moved my mother-in-law in for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So um, she mm-hmm. lived with us for that year to watch my daughter while I worked. And I was just a like, substitute teacher, mm-hmm. like just whatever I could get into to pull in that cash, basically. But um, And then when she moved back home, I was back at home again. So um, the whole time I've been at home, except for that year. Hmm. And, okay, so you said your daughter. Um, it, so that's one income supporting, what, one, two, three, four? Or probably five of y'all at one point, um, and then well, still being able to like pay off the debt. My son wasn't. 
my son wasn't born yet. Okay. And she, when my, when my mother-in-law was there. But it's okay. what I was supported for. And then when my mother-in-law moved out, though, um, I was pregnant. So, gotcha. I mean, essentially. Still four. Three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> four. Wow. Yeah, so. I feel like that says a lot for like a lot of um, the people who are like me where it's literally just me like my income just need to cover me like y'all were able to make it work with all like the extra people you know more mouths to feed you know more clothes to buy and all of that jazz so that's thank you for giving me that because I feel like that means I have literally no excuse. As to well, why you I can't know, stick I always up. tell single people, single people have it good because you don't have to um, get with somebody else to agree on a plan for your money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wanted to pay off debt, but technically I'm not working. So I had to bring my husband on board, which was a really hard thing to do because we've been taught a certain way, you know, for a long time. And so I tell single people all the time, like... If you can go and just pay off your debt and you don't have to, you know, confer with someone else or you can go out and get you a couple extra jobs because you don't have to be at home with the kids and do that. Like mm-hmm. you are free to live your life how you please and pay off your debt, your debt as fast as you want to pay it off. So that's a bonus to me um, being single and, and paying it off. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. That's fair. Because I think about that when I think about, like, the free time and how, like, I can devote this time to doing so much, whether it's, like, my fitness goals or, like, my um, podcasting. And you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different areas. And honestly, like, I have not thought about my finance areas when it comes to how I'm using this time as far as, like, oh, well, let me go. Let me go do something somewhere, maybe like part time. And there's like a lot of online stuff you could do now, too. Yes, there's a lot of stuff you can do from your phone, which is crazy. Like um, they have one of the things that I like is like they have like Instacart and um, I forget the other one where you go and grocery shop for people and, and someone will kind of pick it up and deliver it. But you're strictly in a grocery store shopping for people who don't want to come to the store and shop. And you can do that on the weekends, yeah, and make tons of money. Let me write that down. (laughs) Yeah. The the one I looked into is called Instacart. The only thing was, um, and this is why I say for single people, it's great. But for me, um, it wasn't as flexible as I thought. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of needed me on Sundays and Mondays. And Mondays, my little one is only in school for three hours, so it would it didn't work for me. But gotcha. I recommend it to everybody. So yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Thanks for sharing, cause I mm-hmm. know it. I listen. I can go grocery shopping now. That, that's... Yes. <laughs> Some people love it. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So you mentioned um, getting on on the same page um as your husband when it came to that was that like was that really difficult for y'all to do or were y'all able to kind of eventually see the goal together um when it comes to how to spend and how to save and budgeting like I'm did y'all budget or did y'all like just watch it we always budget we like that's the number one thing that we do and people look at the word budget like it's like a you know, like walking mm-hmm. through the fire. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just a plan for your money. It's just a way that you can see where all your money is going. So when you write down what you're spending and you see it, 
that's basically a budget. And if you find out, oh, hey, I'm spending $800 a month on eating out, like mm-hmm. once upon a time we were, <laughs> you say, mm-hmm. hmm, am I crazy? <laughs> And then you buying groceries too. What? <laughs> yes, in addition, in addition to groceries. Yes, in addition. So then you realize to yourself, no, nah, I'm not spending eight hundred dollars on eating out. Let me let me budget two hundred for myself, or whatever. But um, we've always done a budget. Um, and as far as us being on the same page, this is this is a running joke between my husband and I because like. We always have the same end goals. We always want, you know, we've always had that. We've always wanted children. We've always wanted to have rental properties. We've mm-hmm. always wanted this and that. But our road to these end goals are completely different. Mm-hmm. So while we want, we both wanted debt freedom the way I wanted to get there, he did not like. But at the same time, he is so focused on his job that he can't really, he could, but he just allowed me to use my route instead of his. Doesn't mean he was happy about it, but he went <laughs> along with it because he knew still eventually he would get there. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's still, and it's still like that to this day. Like, yeah, we're debt-free and we have our emergency 